Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. It is the takeoff with uh, Bongani and Nala, and we're going to be speaking to multi-award winning Simpiwe Dana, uh, who's got a brand new album, which is called Bamako, which is named after the capital city of Mali. The multilingual album is a combination of his Tosa, the Malian native language, which is called Bambara, as well as some English, and we've got it on the line. Uh, so Simpiwe Dana, welcome to the takeoff. Hello, Bongani and Nala. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually rocking right now. <laughs> I'm super excited to be speaking to you. Like I've been, I've been the, a fan for the longest time. My sister actually introduced me to your music, uh, from Zandisile to Firebrand yeah, to the Love Movement. I love how your music has just remained consistent, and uh, like all the fluff has come into the game now, but you still remain and do core real music. Uh, mm-hmm. how, how, have you, how have you navigated from? how the music game has changed and still remain the same? Well, I, I, I think that some things need to remain constant as the world changes. I think it, it, it just um, gives people like a sense of um, normalcy, perhaps. Yeah. Um, so as much as the world changes, um, we still listen to music from the 70s. Yeah. From the, you know... And and I feel like my music kind kind of falls within that space, but there needs to be something that is constant in my life, and maybe I am that constant in people's lives. How are you coping with the lockdown? I mean, I think home home is back at home, Elusigisigi. Obviously, you hear you can never go back home home, um, and also with kids, and you can't perform. Like, how are you coping under lockdown? I am not coping. Luckily, yeah. <laughs> I mean, are you guys coping? Like, I, no. I think no, no one is coping. Hey. Yeah, yeah, because it's also a first for, for for all of us. Yeah, we've never been in in this situation. Mm. We're just trying to um, do as best as we can with it. But luckily for me, I'm a loner anyway. Like this is just so. My so this works. Thing, you but are. The, Yes, I was about to say, like, I find like you are under like constant scrutiny from from all of us. Do any of the things that people say about you ever get to you where, you know, when someone says something, because I think a lot of times, especially in social media, you know, we don't care. But you're you're human and you're a mother. Has someone ever said anything to you where you got home and you're like, yo, guys, I can't believe that another human could say this to me. Do any of these things sometimes get to you? Of course, all the time. I I feel like um, people... don't see people in the public eye as human beings. So, like, they take out all of their of their angst on 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 us. Yeah. Um, and they never, like, you know, just sit to think. Okay, what if it was said to me? How would I? How feel would I feel? It? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, what happened on Monday? I know you said uh, a couple of things. I saw one training about uh, South African men are gold diggers. They uh, are the bottom of the barrel. They are. They, they are. completely are. What What happened? Um, I mean, no, uh, nothing happened. But um, I, I just like basically just spoke my mind as yeah. I usually do from time to time. Mm. African men are gold diggers, and, and from our mothers <laughs> and our grandmothers, we know this truth. Yeah, so we just keep it under the carpet to just you know make you guys look good. But T- Tabo is not happy right now. He's giving yeah, us yeah, a very yeah, yeah, blank yeah. stare. He must deal with it. It's the truth. <laughs> like we just keep it under the carpet. You know, we give. Our men, our cars, when they've got less, we give them our cars, even our bank cars. They actually look good out there. To make us look good. Because they're so fragile. They must get over it. I I, I would love to argue on behalf of men, guys, but it's true. (laughs) Wow. No, I'm not going to argue. And and when they have money, some people, they go go get married to a young... 
No, listen, and, and, and even within the home, they spend it on themselves. And then I will come back and ask for a plate of food. Yo, guys, she's right. Men, I can't defend us. I'm sorry. So let's talk music, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, look, just take us through the art that your latest offering. Um, yes. What would you like to know? You worked with Salif Keita. That is incredible. Tell us about working with the Golden Voice of Africa. It's a, it's a dream come true. I you know, like imagine. when I went to, to Bamako, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere I went, they were playing his music. He's that kind of a big deal. Sure. In his own country, everywhere I went, he basically like they were basically saying to us that this is our tourist mm. draw card. How? You know, who, yeah. Usalif, he is that kind of a big deal. How much like, of how much really? of the album was recorded in Mali versus uh, being recorded in South Africa? The album was recorded in South Africa. Okay. Um, so. Um, for the first time, because for the last three albums, I've been doing my own production. Okay. But I never, um, um, I, I never, I didn't put it myself for the work that I did. Okay. On, on, on the production side of things. Like, if you think of um, Mayine, I did that. <laughs> Zandisi, it's, no, 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 sorry, not Zandisi. Inguenguezi, yeah. I did that. Basically, more... Uh, most of Culture Noir, I, I co-produced it, and, and, and I was the co-producer, as in whoever came on after me took on from what I had done yeah. on the work, and in Firebrand too. But for the first time, I wanted to acknowledge that I actually do this work, yes. and no one knows. Um, so for the first time, I, I, I said I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to name myself a co-producer. Yeah. So Salif and I are co-producers. The album was recorded here at, at home in my, in my, in my bedroom. Nice. All the vocals, all the, like, um, um, instrument, instruments. And then I went to Mali after that to then, um, spice it up. Yeah. Because I love, I, I love Mali music. I think it's the best music in the entire continent. Ooh. Sampeo, what is your writing process like? Like, what do you do before you write songs? Do you have to be in a certain mood? Um, I know some people need to maybe drink. Like, when I listen to your songs, I always think, what is the actual writing? What do you do? Um, All I'm saying is that it's very... um, How do I say this? It basically, it takes 10 years out of my life every time. At least 10 years. Yeah. Um, It's... It's, it's a lot. And normally when I'm writing, I will spend like 20 hour days every day in, in studio. 20. I mean, I don't sleep anyways. Like four hours is enough. Yo. So um, 20 hour days every day for like at least two years. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. So that's probably what you're doing right now. I can imagine. And <laughs> this album is out today. It drops today. Um, where can we find yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I mean... Because of me, it's Coco V. That's what I call the coronavirus. <laughs> Coco V. <laughs> wow. So that one. <laughs> um, so it's only available online, like um, on yes. digital. Yeah. But everywhere on digital, whatever, like, wherever, like you get your music. And it's piracy, of course. Yeah. But it's going to be there. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. We really do appreciate your time. The incomparable Simpiwe Dana. The album is out. Fifth album, Bamako. And it features the legendary Sally Keita. Drops today. And and, 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 and and I love how how honest she is, you know. I love it. Um, I love the honesty. She's like, I meant In fact, I was not stuttering. You want me to repeat it? And I don't care if you men hate me right now, guys. I can't defend us. <laughs> uh, very few lies were told there. The Takeoff, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.